Welcome to the Single Cell World, the podcast for scientists in which we disentangle single cell technology. Here, frustration and failure are transformed into clarity and understanding. I am Katia Motinho, and in this podcast, I want to share with you my experience in single cell research. How? In the form of useful advices that you can use in the lab after each episode. Ready to learn? Let's start. Hi, everyone. Welcome to one more episode of this podcast. I hope everything is good on your side. Before we start, I would like to tell you that starting in August, this will be a bi-weekly podcast, not weekly anymore. I will need extra time to dedicate myself to new projects that are coming. So you will be able to listen to a new episode each first and third week of the month. Today, I will be talking about something that is very trendy nowadays in single cell research, that is single cell multiomics. But first, as always, you know that I like to start from the basics. Let's start then with my definition of single cell multiomics, because there are different definitions depending on the researcher, on opinions, so on a lot of things. This is my definition. So, single cell, we already know, that is the study of each individual cell that constitutes a tissue. Omics means information, a lot of information. For me, one layer of information when we are talking about a cell, one single cell. It can be, for example, single cell genomics, if we are looking for the information that we have in the sequence of the DNA, the sequence of the base pairs of the DNA, Or if we are checking for the RNA, it will be single cell transcriptomics. We also have single cell proteomics. So these are the traditional omics, as I, I call. Then we can see other types of information like metabolites, and we will be checking for the metabolomics or lipids, lipidomics. So there is a lot of omics. As you may guess, When we are talking about multiomics, we are studying different layers of information from individual cells. And here, we can do it in two ways, simultaneously or by parts. I will explain now. Simultaneously is when, in one experiment, we can detect different layers of information in one go. And this is what, for me, is the real single-cell multiomics. Let's call it wet lab single cell multiomics. Then we can do it, as I mentioned, single cell multiomics by parts, what we will call in silico single cell multiomics. Here what we will do is separated experiments to study individual layers of information. For example, today we will do a single cell transcriptomic assay and next week we will do a single cell proteomic assay for the same tissue. After that, We will combine this data and analyze them. And of course, now you may be asking, okay, and what is the best? What is the best approach? And unfortunately, I don't have a clear answer to give to you. I have my opinion that it's always better to do a wet lab single cell multiomics approach. One experiment where we can detect simultaneously different layers of information from one single cell. And why? Well, the goal of doing a single cell multiomics approach, in my opinion, more than discover new cell types, is to discover the relation between different layers of information. So, if this is the goal, at the moment of establishing this relation between different layers, for me, it should be clear, simple, and more direct to find this uh, relation 
since we will have less confounding variables when compared to the in silico multiomics approach. Because in this last case, the data will not come directly from one individual cell, but from different individual cells. So it will be more difficult to know if the results that we are getting from this type of multiomics, the in silico multiomics approach, are robust and valid. Well, you know that I always say that independently of the approach, we always need to validate our results with a different technique. What happens in real life? And here I need to be honest with you. And just for the record, we are in July 2023. What happens right now with the multiomics approaches is that at the end of the day, the results that we are getting are better quality when we do a proper a proper in silico single cell multiomics. And why is this? First, because the multiomic kits that are being commercialized, they still need some time to mature. And here I call all the users, all the people that is using uh, single cell multiomic kits, please give your feedback to the companies. If something doesn't work well, if you think something could be done easier or some steps of the, the protocol of the kit can or should be changed, please give them this feedback because it will be the way of them to improve the kits. Okay? But this is not happening only with the single cell multiomic kits. It happens with all new technology because when we start using new kits, new technology, we will always need some time to improve things. Besides, other thing that is essential, and sometimes we forget this part, is for the users of these kits, like me, for example, to get used to the kit. Because I don't know about you, but every time that I needed to start a new kit, a new technology, I was a little bit nervous, okay? So we need time to adapt. And we are wrong if we think that this is only happening in the wet lab part. No, it also happens in the data analysis part, okay? There is need, a huge need of development at the part of data analysis software pipelines to analyze the data that come from a wet lab single cell multiomics experiment. So it's not the same to analyze a single cell RNA-seq experiment than analyzing a single cell RNA plus single cell attack-seq experiment. No, uh, we need completely different programs, softwares, pipelines. We need also to pay attention to this. So as always, we really need to think about our project, the kits or technology that we will be using. If someone already use it, if there is pipelines or software programs to analyze that type of data. If there isn't, what we need to do is to get help of experts. In terms of the kits, this is kind of easy because the companies that are commercializing the kits, normally they have an R&D team, so they have people that develop the kit and they will give us support. The problem comes more at the time of data analysis. The same happens when we are talking about protocols or methods that were already described and published, but they were not transformed in the kit. Here, we can always contact the first authors and ask for help. And just to finish, I want to let you know about the kits that are being commercialized nowadays. Don't forget that we are in July 2023. Something concerning the name of the kits. Most of them, they are called single cell multiomic kits, but this name doesn't tell us 
what can the kit be used for? Let me give you an example. Mission Bio is a single cell multiomic kit, but also 10x genomics. The one from Mission Bio we can use to see DNA alterations plus protein. While the one that is commercialized from 10x genomics, we can see RNA and chromatin accessibility. But both of them, they are referred as single cell multiomic kits. This to tell you that sometimes the name, well, most part of the times, the name doesn't tell us what can we do with the kit, what should be used for. So we will always need to pay attention to check if the kit that we are buying, it will be useful for our project. Mission Bio is a single cell DNA kit that is a target assay with which we can check for DNA alterations. And what we can do is to adapt this kit to check at the same time DNA methylation, or we can check DNA alterations plus protein expression. Still studying DNA, but now chromatin accessibility and RNA, we can use a kit that is commercialized by Tenex Genomics. In the case we would like to study RNA and proteins, Kits like the ones from BD Bioscience or Tenex Genomics can be adapted to study RNA and protein at the same time. When we are checking proteins, we will always need to buy the antibodies that are commercialized by BioLegend. This is everything for today. I hope you like it. And as you already know, if you like this podcast and you would like to support this project, just pay me a coffee. You have all the links for the products, the companies that I mentioned today, but also for the coffee in the description of this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Single Cell World podcast. If you think it was useful or you learned something new, please spend some seconds rating this podcast on Spotify or leaving a comment on Apple Podcasts. It will make me super, super happy. For more tips or advice, follow me in Instagram or Twitter at SingleCellWorld or simply subscribe our website or blog at www.thesinglecellworld.com. Well, I will wait for you next Monday with a new episode. Mm -hmm.